Slade Bear's ring. It was really good. It was a Monday, but it was really good. It was really good for Monday's a Monday. Monday's all right. Yeah. How was school? Everything um, okay? School's good. School's good. I know. I know. And you got some good old recipes later on. Yeah. Well, I'll say things that we can do during the you know, holiday. During the holiday. Well, on Christmas. No, also during. Or during the holiday well, season yeah. and on Christmas. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> We got a lot to talk about today, and I'm going to start with some pretty bad news. As many of you probably have already heard, um, police shot and killed a 23-year-old man in Columbus, Ohio over the weekend, mm. claiming they shot him after he drove by them while waving a weapon. According to a report from the Columbus Dispatch, the Franklin County Sheriff's Office in Ohio said his SWAT team had been unsuccessfully searching for a fugitive on Friday. When a young man identified by his family online as Casey Goodson Jr. passed by them in the car while waving a handgun. At a press conference about the incident, the U.S. Marshal for the Southern District of Ohio, Peter Tobin, said the deceased was not the target of the search but was confronted by a member of the SWAT task force who shot him after he did not follow a command to drop his weapon. But Goodson's family members dispute the version of the events. His sister Kaylee Harper said that her brother had been in the process of entering his home while holding a sandwich when he was shot by police. They are lying, Harper posted on social media in a response to the Franklin County Sheriff's Office report of the so-called officer-involved shooting. My brother literally, literally walked across the yard, walked him back in, into the back fence to get the side door in his subway with his subway sandwich and his mask in one hand and keys in the other. Why did you kill a man walking into his own home? He just wanted to enjoy his subway after leaving the dentist's office, she added. Police shot him in the back three times through the door. Goodson's mother, Tamala Kane, said, according to a report from BET, she had told him that. And mm -hmm. Kane added that her son was licensed to carry a concealed weapon and had no history of trouble with the law. Police have released little additional details about the incident outside of saying that the 17-year veteran of the Franklin County Sheriff's Office shot the 23-year-old and that they believe the shooting was justified. Officials have not yet to publicly name Goodson as a victim, but say a police-led investigation will be carried out into the incident and that it will be presented to prosecutors and a grand jury in Franklin County for consideration. And Goodson's family has launched a GoFundMe to help with the cost of his burial. My heart, my heart, our hearts, and our deepest sympathy goes out to that family. They do. It's so sad. And I hope they come to a resolve of what happened with Ow! So you think Santa will like these red and green M&Ms? I don't know. I never met the guy. <laughs> he does exist. They do exist. Oh. Uh, Santa? Welcome back to the World Report. Spooky and Nim. And Nim has some quarantine Christmas ideas for you and your family. Nim. Festive quarantine Christmas ideas for a holly jolly holiday. As the old sign goes, there's no 
place like home for the holidays. This year, those heartfelt lyrics have added significance. In the coronavirus pandemic, many families have decided to celebrate individually instead in large groups. We have no choice! Some folks might even find themselves celebrating Do not alone. believe that we have no choice! But if that's the they case forced us. for no, you just... and your family, but no fear, there are so many fun quarantine Christmas ideas you can do while social distancing. Ahead, we found the best ways to celebrate the holidays at home. As soon as you unwrap the presents, you can dive into a hearty brunch or bake some cute Christmas treats. After that, you can complete a puzzle, sing Christmas karaoke, or make some custom salt dough ornaments. It's, it's all up to you to decide, really. But we think the old song is true. For the holidays, you can't beat home sweet home. And it and for even for some I, for more for ideas to keep you busy, don't miss the best Christmas activities to make your day even merrier. Yay! Christmas activity! Assemble a make ahead breakfast. Opening presents takes oh, a lot of energy. And so you'll want to review afterwise with a hearty breakfast. You mean hearty? Heart oh, excuse me. Hearty. hearty. Hearty breakfast. Try one. Don't be hearty for the party. <laughs> Try one you can prep the night before, so all you have to do in the morning, Christmas is open. Christmas morning is pop it in the oven. That's all you have to do. Decorate. Ooh, what is it? What's the, what is the recipe? You are talking my language. Pop it in the oven and walk away. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Decorate Christmas cookies, and for your question, you could really do on Christmas. And next on well, Christmas, you can decorate small Christmas cookies. How about that? Ain't nobody gonna be decorating no cookies on Christmas. Well, yeah, let's decorate really. them. We about to be eating them on Christmas. <laughs> they supposed to be ready by Christmas. Exactly, but I guess nobody's gonna be sitting up well, there baking no cookies. You know what? The people that have young kids, they probably be eating the cookies already. Uh, get them. Them kids ain't. The kids ain't gonna be thinking about no cookies. They gonna be thinking about their toys from Santa Claus. No, I'm just saying they already ate cookies. Okay. <laughs> Baking cookies is a great daytime activity to make your home smell delicious. Before you started, make sure you have some fun cookie cutters, frosting, and decorations on hand. Okay. What's the next one? Next. Hop on a video call with Santa, and that's for, you know, the people that have young kids. Greeting, getting to meet Santa is a magical experience for many youngsters during the holiday season. Unfortunately, they might not get to see St. Nick's in person this year, but that doesn't mean they can't chat with him on the phone. Use Santa Club yep, you do to that. book a video conference with Chris Kringle. The $5 experience includes up to three children and even allows you to keep a recording of the video. What if they don't have no money to do that? What can they do? What you can do you is can just have, call some, them. They have They have, have things, somebody they have in the family call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they have other things where you can call them. Anyway. It's be free. Go ahead. What's the next one? Decorate as best of us possible. I mean, this is not during Christmas because that's just you can't that you can't do. That's already Christmas. It's already Christmas. <laughs> Another <laughs> idea that you can do on Christmas is enjoy your family. Well, I'm saying this is Christmas. This is have Christmas your 
make Christmas mask. Ain't nobody finna be making no Christmas mask on Christmas. Next! <laughs> Next! Yeah, That's something you do before Christmas. <laughs> like, maybe to, the yeah, week of Christmas look, once the kids uh, is out of school and stuff. This is some things to do either on Christmas or during, like, Christmas season. Which oh, is okay. Now! Okay! Put together a holiday puzzle. Make uh ornament. Read a Christmas book. Sing Christmas karaoke. Everybody loves single. Unless you got Big Mama at your house. <laughs> Shut that noise up. I'm tired of you. Who said hers? Hers. Mail a gift to loved ones. Shut your mouth. Host a virtual party. And if you, you got, if you want to see your friend, I mean, friend, your, fa your family or friends, you should host a virtual party to stay safe. Cookie festive meal. Watch a Christmas movie, make a holiday playlist, play reindeer ring toss, and there's so many much things you can do. So it is Christmas. You can do so much stuff. Have and you fun. just be creative and have fun, because at the end of the day, you're with your family and you're safe, and that's all that matters. We're gonna be back. Thanks for listening. Back in a moment. to the world according to Bush and the snow. Yeah. And US coronavirus, Dr. Fauci says the full brunt of Thanksgiving on COVID-19 data isn't here yet. That means in the next seven to fourteen days, we're gonna see what's really what the numbers really are, and unfortunately, it's going to be a lot of people they getting hospitalized. A lot of people went out of And a lot of people coming down. And a lot of people coming down with COVID and Christmas, and then it's going right into the Christmas holidays, which I know people are still, despite what Dr. Fauci is saying, is going to gather. Yes. They're going to gather, they're going to still have their parties and stuff. And from what I've been hearing, you know, in Washington, D.C., our president been having parties. But yeah. at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do. I mean, Dr. Fauci can talk to he blew in the face. You know, like I said, people going to still do what they want to do. Regardless to what he says, they're going to still gather. They're going to say, well, you mm -hmm. don't have it. I don't have it. And, and all of that. And then somebody that they ain't part of the household come over there. How y'all doing? I've told, I've told, I've spoke with you guys and told y'all that sometimes you know during like um, family, you know, if somebody passed away or something like that before COVID, somebody would come over there during the cold months and oh well, I have the flu, and it's like why are you here with every with all these people? Why are you here with the flu? Exactly. And you're thinking to yourself, are you mad? Go home. Why are you here? Then somebody else, well, I have the pneumonia. I mean, come on. Why are you here? You could have picked up that phone and called. You know, so best thing on getting first, everybody, let's get your flu shots. Exactly. Get your flu you shots. Because <laughs> this COVID, unfortunately, is is the numbers are steady going up and from state to state hospitals are overwhelmed nurses are overwhelmed and there's already a shortage of nurses 
It's already a shortage of nurses. And so, you know, they overwhelmed. Like I said, these nurses and healthcare people that are really dealing and treating this COVID, they're working for like they doing doubles. They're working yeah. at, they working sixteen hours, seven days a week, basically. This is shortage. They're working six, six seven days. 16 hours. I know they're only supposed to work five days. They can, we can work 16 hours five days. They're working 16-7. 16-7 because it's a shortage. They're tired. They overwhelmed. They dealing with all they this death and yeah. all this sickness and stuff. And then they by the time this is all over, they're going to be needing some PTSD treatment. They're going to be needing treatment. Maybe. Or some type of uh, going to therapy classes and getting therapy, mental health therapy, because that can cause you to get depression or anxiety. Seeing all that death and doing all this CPR and one, one, one minute you hear, the next minute you CPR, the next minute you over here doing this, and then you over here in CPR, this person's dead, dying, you got no family here, you got to hold their hand and deal with them. That's a lot of, that's a lot of emotional distress. And even with all of that, we see them on, on, on CNN and all these, and ABC News and, all, and NBC and, and all over the news. These nurses, these people in the hospitals, hospitals overwhelmed. They got to even make hospitals outside in the field, in the tents. Which the people that maybe suffer a heart attack or maybe they fainting us, I don't know, and got to go get treatment, they... Hmm, they out of luck. And there's, you yeah, can't yeah. have elective surgery. You want to go get on. Oh, I, I get knee replacement, whatever. You're not getting it. Because they have to turn all of that into a COVID unit. But even with all of that. And then people still trying to say, you know. Well, I don't know about the vaccine. Moderna and Pfizer submitted a vaccine candidate to the United States Food and Drug Administration for emergency use authorization. The FDA is going to meet Thursday to decide on an authorization for Pfizer's vaccine. Now, I frankly expect them to approve it very quickly. Slaw adding in prediction was based on the data he saw. Uh huh. So that's one of the healthcare professionals that are working with the vaccine. Yeah. And the vaccine, he's flown as slow as saying, the vaccine is highly effective. The vaccine is safe. Its safety profile is comparable to that of many other vaccines that have been in use for years and decades. The manufacturing of these vaccines is very well done. The quality of manufacturing is excellent. So manufacturing a vaccine has been somewhat more complicated and more difficult than we planned. So one minute is excellent, he said, but, here's the but, manufacturing a vaccine has been somewhat more complicated and more difficult than they planned. Adding that scientists are six to eight weeks behind an ideal scenario where we would have had 100 million doses by the end of this year. The nation, the nature of fast tracking a vaccine for the nation means more issues may arise, he said. The vaccine, which will come in two doses, a challenge to produce and distribute the necessary quantities, will likely reach healthy non elderly Americans with no known 
underlying health conditions in late March or early April, said Fauci. Fauci cautioned that the vaccine's impact on mortality rates will not be immediate, largely because the vaccine requires two shots and seven to ten days for immunity to grow. Likely, you're not going to see a measurable diminution for at least several weeks, yeah. if not longer, Fauci said, but it will come, okay. and he's guaranteed because they got to figure out how to store that stuff and all of that stuff. They do. They do. You know, and get all the skeptical skeptical people of the United States of America, black, white, and everybody else, else to take the vaccine. Because it's important that you take it. Yeah. So, we'll be back in a moment to the world. Get away the so Thanks for tuning in. Frostbitten snack table spread that is fit for a king. These are a few of my favorite things. Warm ugly sweaters because your friend says so. Bags of Tostitos with salsa and queso. Wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings. These are a few of my favorite things. Seeing the family in gingerbread houses. Eating Doritos on big comfy couches. Silver white winters that melt into springs These are a few of my favorite things When the lights glow, but the fuse blows When I'm feeling sad I simply remember my favorite things And then I don't feel so bad Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens Warm fuzzy feelings and cards all handwritten Popcorn all tied up with strings These are a few of my favorite things Music with sleigh bells and gifts incognito Play secret Santa with family and Cheetos Wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings These are a few of my favorite things Scooping Tostitos with salsa and queso Lays and Doritos if I have my say-so Silver white winters that melt into springs these are a few of my favorite things When the guests leave and the fam's gone When I'm feeling sad I simply remember my favorite things And then I don't feel so bad Welcome back to the world according to When he got a racist note, his neighbors came together. Chris Kennedy of North Little Rock, Arkansas, loves putting up decorations for the holidays, including a light-up sign that says joy and a statue of a black Santa Claus that he hoped would set a good example for his four-year-old daughter. Exactly. But his happy tradition was tainted by an anonymous racist letter that arrived wow. at his home last week. Wow. Mm. Well, actually, like two weeks ago. I opened it, yeah. and the first thing that popped in, popped out at me was the word Negro. Mm. Wow. Kennedy 33 told today. So I put the letter down. I then went and grabbed my phone to record what was going on. 
I was trying to keep myself from confronting the person I immediately suspected of sending it. Kennedy read the letter out loud on Facebook Live and then took it to the police department. I filled a report for, I filed a report for harassment with North Little Rock Police Department. He said then after he did that, he called the post office to file a report as well. Kennedy also contacted the homeowners association where he lives as a return address on the envelope border address of the Lakewood Property Owners Association. Today reached out to the association but has not heard back. Its executive director told CNN he visited the Kenny home and condemned the letter. I knew it hadn't come from them. I still wanted to make them aware of the situation, Kennedy said. Yeah. Kennedy, his wife, Eddie, 31, and young daughter have lived in the neighborhood for three years. Until now, he said things have been peaceful. Outside of a few unpleasant interactions with our next-door neighbor who flies a Confederate flag, it's been great, he said. Kennedy said his wife's response upon seeing the letter, which included a picture of Santa giving a double thumbs down with sadness mixed with anger. This is what the note said. Please remove your Negro Santa Claus yard decoration. You should try not to deceive children to believe in that I am Negro. I am Caucasian white man to you and have been for the past 600 years. Your being jealous of my race is no excuse for your dishonesty. Besides that, you are making yourself the laughing stock of the neighborhood. Obviously, your values are not that of Lakewood area. And maybe you should move to a neighborhood out east with the rest of your racist kind. Wow. Yours truly, Santa Claus. After three years of having no problems from anyone with our decorations, it happens this year, he said. Because they hadn't had any trouble before. Yes, we have been very active politically this year, so we both feel that it might have played into this a little bit. Probably. Well, that's what they feel. We don't know. We don't know. So, until Veterans Day, the family had a Black Lives Matter flag flying outside their home. And the executive director of the Property Owners Association was extremely upset with the letter, Kennedy said. Kennedy said the Homeowners Association gave them a complimentary membership to a show they are important. And, and to, you know, they, I'm sorry, they gave them a complimentary membership to show they are important part of the community. His neighbors have been showing their support too. The rest of the neighborhood has been awesome since hearing about the letter, he said. If we are outside, they often stop by and share kind words of encouragement. Some has brought us over cookies and other treats. One even brought us a yard sign that says, love your neighbors, y'all. We've all gotten gifts of Black Santa, yard flags, and Merry Christmas flag with Black Santa on it. Our neighbors have been absolutely amazing. So Kennedy has been putting the black sand up which stands over six feet tall at his home every Christmas since they moved in. We had a small three-foot one at the previous home in Little Rock, he said. Black Santa has made his debut when, the Ken with, when Kennedy's daughter, Emily, was born in 2016. We wanted to grow up seeing herself represented in all forms and know that she has no limitations, he said. It's very hard for us to see, for us to find black Santa decorations here in the South. So whenever we see them, we often buy them. So, um, you know. Yeah, I get it. A lot of people do. And Kennedy said he also appreciates, you know, the gifts from his neighborhoods. And he said um, while he appreciates the gifts, he hoped that people would instead donate to the Ronald McDonald House Charities of Arkansas. 
He says there are many families that are facing difficulties with long-term illness because of COVID-19, and they aren't able to be around each other like normal, he said. I want to give them a small bit of joy during the holidays, and any donations will help with that goal. Kennedy said that while he would love to see more Black Santa decorations everywhere, the greatest gift would be to see neighbors loving and respecting one another. Yes. And that, that it will be a great gift. That would, would be a great gift. And on that note, Favorite we're going to be back to the world of war. In December, our hearts will see a world where men are free. These little cups would make great stocking stuffers. But how about right now in your mouth stuffers? Happy holidays to your mouth. Not sorry. Reese's. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. Welcome to the world of Porter the Monkey and Dam. And Dam has a sweet treat for you guys, Dam. Peppermint bark. Here's what you will need. 12 ounces semi-sweet chocolate, chopped. 12 ounce white chocolate, chopped. 1 half teaspoon peppermint extract. 8 candy canes crushed. Step 1. Line a baking sheet with parchment paper. Fill the bottom of a large pot with three inches of water and bring to a simmer over medium heat. Reduce heat to low, then place a large heat-proof bowl on top. Add semi-sweet chocolate and stir occasionally until chocolate has melted. Stir in extract. Pour into prepared baking sheet and spread into an even layer without, with a offset spatula. Refrigerate until set, about 20 minutes. Step 2. Over the same pot of barely simmered water, place another large heat-proof bowl, add white chocolate, and stir until melted. Pour over set semi-sweet chocolate, then top immediately with candy canes. Refrigerate until set, about 20 minutes. And that's all you have to do, just two simple steps. Oh, that sounds really good. We're going to be back in a moment with the world according to Pookie and Dad. Thanks for listening. Back in a moment. Ooh, yeah, baby. Ooh. And that's the cure for the Lord according to Pookie and Dad. We're rocking out with John Legend. Carrie Underwood, hallelujah. We have a wonderful safe evening. And thanks for tuning in.